0: You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty
1: Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.
3: Well, honestly, if you are using OBS, you can use the virtual camera and get all of your Snapchat filters on it, so like, uh, I could use the anime chat filter on my face for when we're doing stuff like that. But anyways, if that red light is to be believed, we are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Low-Key on the Wall Network. I am your host for this evening, um, Harry, aka The Moving Target, and tonight topic, which, you know, it's, I've been wanting to talk for this for weeks, and I have been told and asked, you just calm down, it's leak, no one is, you don't have the correct information yet, and wait, and I have been used to doing that, you know, just from the past, from everything else we've done here on the network, so waiting on it, waiting on it, and I'm sorry, this week, it it all just has gone to crap, uh, Wizard of the Coast have decided to just just, just, just go radio science and cancel things, so no, we're talking about it now, no, 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 no. Obviously, their hands are caught in the cookie jar, but before we get too big into the topic before I jump into, invariably, I do not, you guys know, I do not fly solo. I try not to, and I'm always joined here with some great casting characters, so uh, of course I had to bring uh, the rest of the low-key gang with me, so... You know, unlike uh, other TV shows out there, I do I try not to recast my gang. Um, uh, so I'm bringing Reinhold. Reinhold, go ahead and said hi.
2: Hello, everybody. We're going to be talking about some really nerdy stuff tonight. So strap it on. We're going to go deep, hard, long.
3: And just a reminder that we're going to have our long show on Friday. So if you are for deep, long, strapped in content, that'll be Friday at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Friday. We're going to go four hours. It should be, or, or more. or more. I don't, know, I don't know. I'll be the only one that has to go on their big show the next day. So these guys probably try to keep me up on that. So we'll see how it goes. And it'll be the first, hopefully it'll be our first live show at the new studio, because um, another person I'm coming to here, we've got Vincent. Vincent, he'll be joining me at the studio as we wake up the Kings trying to get us to go live on Friday you know, with barely any testing, which just going to go live.
0: Yeah, right, that's about right. It's the best way to go about it. Just Figure it out as you go along. First, <laughs> first experience doing it at, at your house with the new internet at the new location, you know.
3: It is really neat. Um, it's really good, like great fiber connection there because uh, they actually it's going a little bit faster. They brand made a new fiber cable for it. It's really really nice. Ace uh, punches in low key and fossil fighters champions before bed. I don't know what fossil fighter champions is, but good luck with it. I'm. Maybe it's like Beyblade. Is it like Beyblade? Is it like Beyblade?
0: Uh, I mean, currently, there is a w, uh, WWE, NFL thing going on.
3: <laughs> uh, yes, we got is, that. <laughs> Greg why are none of you guys watching the Cowboy Bucks football game? Because we know the outcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the Cowboys are going to bring... <laughs> are are going to call, you know, the... The speaker of the house onto the field and oh, wow. they'll get everything taken care of. That's all I meant. <laughs> yeah, the so speaker of the house
3: is going to get down on the field.
0: Um, you know, the cage match. <laughs> and all we can do is just well, hope San- the Buccaneers win because <laughs> Cowboy. Well, fans Santos is going to.
2: Yeah, he's going to go lead. Miss. You know, play quarterback and lead them all <laughs> to victory. Right. Of course. Both teams. He's going to play quarterback for both teams.
0: I mean, yeah. he, he has won. He's won at, at least four college championships, if you believe him. Well, and and, uh, like eight Super Bowls. I mean, yeah, obviously.
3: (laughs) But yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah, I I just realized, like, yeah, once the football season, maybe our numbers will pump up because people aren't watching Monday Night Football, but come and watch us. (laughs) I
2: I really don't know the Venn diagram between people who watch people who watch NFL is going to be a. It's heat, that massive, much of a connection.
3: Creating the costume clearly so tuned in. If there wasn't a Cowboy Bucks game going on, you know, so that's one. That's one there. Which if you multiply that one by a hundred, boom, boom. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't fight that math right
2: home. One you, times one hundred. Multiply zero by five thousand.
4: <laughs> no one. And you can work the
2: government and and do taxes. <laughs> oh man right oh
3: come on come on all i know is i didn't know like i could probably charge someone you know my salary for rent and that's what i'm gonna start doing once a deer leader finally makes some serious money i'm gonna start charging him fifty thousand dollars a month for the studio to rent it out
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but you know because <laughs> like who likes to let's just skirt tax laws come on let's do it
4: <laughs>
3: yeah um Eskimo Pilates, there is a game on against the Dallas Cowboys and the, I think they're still in Tampa Bay right now, uh, Buccaneers.
0: The, the Tampa Bay Tom
3: Brady's? Yeah, Tom, Tom Brady's. Um, I, I hear that um, Tom Brady is issuing a new rule that allows uh, Gronk to come back. Uh, even <laughs> mid-game?
4: Though <he's> in the, <laughs> mid-game. <laughs>
3: Says right there in the rule books,
4: <laughs>
3: I get grunk <laughs> so once once a season. I can call a fan up from the stands to come play. Says right there in the rule book.
2: Phone a fan is that what that is? The phone a
3: fan, phone a fan. Yep,
2: yep, yeah.
3: That would be a neat rule. Um, you know, you could call <laughs> someone down, you know. <laughs> You said, sit uh, here, yep, wide receiver. All you gotta do is catch the ball. Bitch.
4: <laughs>
2: I, was, I was watching uh, someone react to Waterboy the other day, and it was really funny because at one point in the movie, they said other teams are trying it out. They put in the uh, Towel Boy came in to play the other day, and the guy gets <laughs> <Yeah>. creamed. <laughs>
4: That's hilarious.
3: It's so, uh, Christie Avery goes, Evening all, why are watching the NCIS? <laughs> Uh, is that another
0: football game? I, no, it it's,
2: it's, that, that's a TV oh. show. Oh, sorry, the TV no. show's gone way past its uh, prime because the main guy left. And
4: all
3: right, okay, all right. Uh, let's see, Gibbs slaps to us all. I
0: don't
3: I don't I don't know. Uh do
0: you, think, you know. Please explain. <laughs> I me? do not. I'm just a, I'm just, I
2: know what just embracing okay. right. the, the guy on NCIS, his name was Gibbs, and he used to walk behind Tony and smack him on the head
0: oh. every time oh, yeah. he said
2: something stupid.
3: Oh, that's that seems so that Gibbs That's a that's violent.
2: Well, I was it was military, right? So it's uh, the Navy oh, okay. all right. All right. investigative services. Right. So oh, okay. It, it's it, okay it is, in the in the military. Yeah. We smack fine. each other all the time.
3: Yeah, there's some of that. Okay, so in Gundam Zeta, they do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just this kid, did he just gets hit all the time? Like, I can't believe you hit me. Hit him again. Yes. yes. yes.
0: military. Back again. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what we yeah, do. Yeah,
3: thanks. Man. Yeah. Anyway, so but tonight, uh uh let's see. Dak with the bootleg, how much libertarian can you get? <laughs>
4: um,
3: the bootleg is my favorite sandwich from Jimmy John's. By the way, I do love the bootleg. Um, my dad, but it's I- Jimmy John's. Wow, right, Oh, Wow, <laughs> wow. Well, I, you know, I could eat a Jimmy John's. Maybe like, yeah. I've, I'm sorry. I asked for Jimmy John's. I like it. I, I enjoy their sandwiches.
2: You know. Yeah. The only time I ever eat Jimmy John's is when I'm working. Um, and the office decides to have a big party together, so we can work through lunch. And they stupidly go out and get Jimmy John's. Well, the Jimmy,
3: there's a Jimmy. There was, he's Jimmy John's. I used to go to a gym that was right next to Jimmy John's, so I would easily get a Jimmy John's sandwich. I just have to go food shopping, and then I would just go into the Kroger and I would go into the bake uh, the like the cafeteria area, get a whole rotisserie chicken, and then eat that whole rotisserie chicken as a shopped and then got another rotisserie chicken and then ate that one while in line.
2: I miss that with Kroger. Used to be able to go to Kroger I used to go to Kroger every day and, and get a salad from the salad bar, right? Yeah. For the, my lunch. And and it was it was
3: Marsh. Like, oh, you see do that bad. at Marsh all the time. The Marsh. Same for the Shadeland Marsh. You know, you go up there, get the salad bar, which would be awesome if it was next to the Planet Fitness right there. But you can get a pizza to the Planet Fitness. doesn't matter. Anyway, so let's get to the topic. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> I should get that as a sound effect. Let's give it the topic. All right. The OGL. So, mm. And Dungeons and Dragons. All right. So, the big sneak. All right. So, the
2: original gangster libertarian. Is that what we're talking about?
3: No. All right. So, <laughs> as you guys know, famous, massive in the tabletop RPG space, TTRPG or tabletop RPG is the juggernaut, the OG gaming co- uh, table uh, game, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it can, it goes by many names, D and D, Dungeons and Dragons, AD and D blah, 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 Dungeons and Dragons, right? This is my, uh, this is the first tabletop RPG that, TTRPG that I got my, I cut my teeth on. I didn't, you know. And, um, I'm not super old school on it uh i played in the 90s late 90s um so i got the play ad and d second edition and i was taught how to play from og you know box players like that used to play old school that's that's who taught me how to play and i was playing with their kids so like to me this is you know this is a game system and it really wasn't this big gigantic phenomenon Ever until like the last few years that I've seen it, like even you know, like even the idea of the thought, the fathoming of Gen Con filling up, it's never crossed my mind until like these recent years. Which Gen Con is a massive gaming convention, all right? A little bit more history going like so. The Gary Gygax and the crew created this thing called Dungeons and and Dragons, you know, and it was an amazing system, and it it had a lot of different math on it to to help satisfy and do things for uh, to do with D&D, to help people do it and to do the shared system with it. But it had some issues. Like I said, it's math. There's a lot of different books. out. There wasn't a lot of books edited at first. Uh, AD&D second edition made a whole bunch of books, but still not a lot of books. And there wasn't a lot about publishers at the time. So when AD&D, uh, what? Third edition. Correct. But that's what happened in the 90s, in 1999. The 3rd Edition got launched. and But when they launched 3rd Edition, um, when, because T.S.R., because uh, uh, Gary Geist and the crew, T.S.R. sold Wizard of the Coast. Wizard of the Coast decided to, uh, uh, when they were working with Wizard of the Coast, they decided to help out the community. To help out everybody, so they could be able to create content, to create more books, to create more things for the community, so they decided to come up with this thing called the OGL or the Open Gaming License. And the first edition popped out in the early 2000 when it came out with Dungeons and Dragons 3.0. And I remember the first time I even seen this the 3.0 book. I remember when I first even heard of the OGL, and I thought it was nuts. Like I said, because I was playing AD&D. Right at my house, and someone goes, "Hey, can I play?" It's like, yeah, you know, like if you can, you know, get you a player's handbook. Go buy it at the store. See if you can find one. Right, and they showed up with a 3.0 book. I didn't even know the update. <laughs> Blown away seeing a 3.0 book. It's like, oh my god, this book is new. <laughs> you know, you know, just no notes. It is or you know, sticky notes to sitting like that. So it was an interesting thing to to watch for me. But hidden inside there is this thing of the OpenGL. And basically what the OpenGL did was allow you to create content to be used with the um, d d system, the Dungeons & Dragons system. So you can, if you wanted to go create different realms or different worlds, world settings, spells, artifacts like that. Homebrew. Yeah, basically homebrew. Like it would call homebrew. Homebrew is basically stuff that you would make at home. Like there's used to be like a unofficial book for different races, and I um, even on the naughty, the naughty else parts of the internet, there was a homebrew version of D and D sex rules. You know, because you know it's nerds with dice. Come on, come on, we have those, <laughs> and it still exists even to this day. But like that's where the idea of homebrew, you actually brewing in that home. That is a uh, term just for, you know, colloquially used because, you know, people had homebrew spells, homebrew rules. It's the same way people do with any other game system. It's <laughs> like Monopoly, you know. You're not supposed to, you know, if you want to know why your mafia game sucks and it goes on forever because you put money under free parking, don't do that. It'll you end <laughs> your game really, really quickly if you stop doing that crap. You follow the rules correctly and I get over it very, very quickly. You
0: get done and you can walk the hell away. <laughs>
3: But don't play Monopoly.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, like, like homebrew encompasses everything of mm-hmm. your own villains, everybody's characters they made themselves. Mm-hmm. Everything that isn't directly in the book is technically considered homebrew because it's something yeah. that you created that mm-hmm. wasn't originally uh, an idea of the they put in the book. Yeah, yeah. It's just more of a, like it, it's, it,
3: it's encompassing everything. It's a good. Term, um, I see a lot of people just keep throwing it around for different things, but like, it, yeah, it's just more you just creating your own story. Like, if you created your own story outside of like the the to- the, the dungeon crawls, or you're just creating things of your own, yeah, yeah, they're just all yours. It's something that you made. Majority of the games I've ever run are mine. I make my own characters, I make my own, I even give them own spells and some you know and some unique things to their race just to have to give things some more spice to it. So it's something like. Because I have got so used to people reading the monster manual and going like, yep, it's this character. This is their weakness, blah, 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 blah. Because strangely enough, d d players, for some reason, love reading book reading rules. I don't understand it. But oh, man, do we, do we love reading rules and understanding how rules work? Um, let's see. Uh, let me go read some comments real quick. Um, hey, Jimmy John's is easier on my stomach, but I prefer the subway taste. Uh, no. No, no, not just those beats and bows, but that's uh, another uh, story. I can't eat a question after that ad. Anyways, my buddy <laughs> was writing up an adventure to teach his girlfriend, my girlfriend and me how to play Wizard of the Coast behavior towards the, the, the first Magic of the Gathering, and now D D has slightly discouraged me. Um, don't be discouraged on gaming at all. I you to say like what, what is it like I think tabletop RPG is is fine, and I even still like we'll encourage people to play D D. It is a great First opener, it's just like when you go into Linux. You know, some people say, like, What Linux do you put for the first one? Like, I, I still say, I still recommend Ubuntu, just because of the fact there's so many tomes and so many people have used it first. It's, you know, you're going to find someone that uses it, it's going to teach you how to use it, or it's you're going to run to something that is Debian based and get you past
0: it. Indeed like when you do tabletop games at least the current version which is 5th ed is very welcoming to new players and it's very easy to get a handle on without it being too out there or too rulesy while well, it, it has solid rules it's much more welcoming it's not there's not stuck in things like faco. Or. First,
3: it's Fax zero.
0: <laughs>
3: Pronounce it right. Oh, I, I
0: know what it's. I know. What, I know what it's supposed to be here. With Thac zero stands
3: for to hit an armor class of zero. That's what It's you know. So back in the correct days of D anD, d you had a roll down. So you, the smaller the roll, the better your roll. See, isn't this better Then the higher the roll is better?
0: So, I guess, uh, yeah. so that, as stated, you know Fifth Ed is much more welcoming to new players, and mu- as much more, uh, it's less pedantic slash obtuse with some of its rulings. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're coping. Vincent here, is so. coping.
2: Vincent is sure, coping. Sure. Okay,
0: you have to right. say what you have to say. Vincent's coping. Anyway, right, so. continue.
2: Well, I do want to say one thing real quick cuz you're talking about this this is
3: this, this isn't the Chris Bangle show I, if you mm-hmm. I don't
2: know well, I just want to clear things up because you're going to go down a path I think you're going to go down I just want to talk, I just kind of want to maybe head you off a little bit. The open gaming license mm-hmm. has nothing to do with homebrew. Correct.
4: Mm-hmm. It
2: Correct. has nothing to do with any derivative work of D&D. So the way it was explained to me by a lawyer is that just like Monopoly, you cannot copyright the game mechanics, right? Correct. You have a game; the game mechanics are what they are. What you copyright is the um, the way it's presented, or anything like that. So anything that's um, official D anD D stuff, you can't, you know, you can't do anything with. You know, yeah. Without the right, so license. Let's, but let's but get, if it's. Hold up. Right on. Or, or writing
3: your own modules. Hold up. Hold it. You're barely, the barely. I think we have an the problem we're having before you get to that. Okay. The thing is, <laughs> when people are, what the OGgl what it did allow is allow companies to go off and go and make content for it. By that, we mean actually go off and publish books and works out there um be, because before it like it was just official tsr and DD books and they're very slow to making creative content this is basically the 90s so like digital art was, was still brand new thing so like it, artwork took forever you had to go out and find licenses and licensing art and even getting paper and everything was buying hard on bound books so what this did allow is allow to allow other studios to go off and create things for the system that players can choose or want to bring up their tables Um, which is in homebrew. That's not, you're right. That's not homebrew. That is someone making content for that different system. There is a difference. Yes, there is a difference.
2: Yeah. There's still not because a lot of OGL
3: because that'll what homebrew, like the OG, but you are, Uh, allowed if if
2: somebody puts out modules, like I publish a module to play Mm -hmm. against the D and D rule set. As long as everything in that module is my creation, Mm -hmm. as long as I'm not using, um, Things that that TSR or Wizards of the Coast or whatever has has created, like mm-hmm. I can't do, I can't make a Greyhawk scenario, yeah. you know, campaign, or I can't do anything like that. But if I create my own completely mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. Um, scenario and module and everything else, completely, it's completely available to do that whether there's an OGL or not.
3: Yes, yes, you can, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can, yes, you can. But you, what you do is, but you can lose a lot of different things of the help the marketing. So the biggest marketing for back in the day was just seeing the D20 system logo and everything. And then opened GLS because it did help new players come from, I play in d and I need another book for it. You find the D20 logo, you play in the D20's 3.5 system, you can pick up a D20 book, you can use this book with that system, the rules, everything is there. Or sh- should link up, and everything should be fine as long as the DM approves that book at their table for that system. Um, granted, you know most DMs just didn't because some, some some things were crazy, but they would allow some things in, some things not in. I have played in games where DMs just allowed things in. I've played at a table where someone allowed us spring and slayers. It was <laughs> awesome <laughs> for us.
4: <laughs>
3: but like, with, so the OGL allowed you to. You know, put a lot of the those different things to give to give legitimacy to to your product because so you're not just um, Joe Blow stand just sitting on the corner just making modules or stories. Uh, it gave a little bit more legitimacy to you. That's what it did uh, for. So the early days of Cobalt Press, Green Roden, even Guardians of the Order. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite company, Guardians of the Order, right here. Rich. <laughs> uh, do to do. do my old school Bessam D20 book. See the big D20 thing? I have this thing. Old school. Old school. Published by Wizards of the Coast. First printing. First edition. First printing. Of the old school OGL. <laughs> this OGL I actually found out was different than most of the OGLs that I've seen people talk about. like Which I'm going like, to research this more because like I was trying to pull it out just to you know have a what is, what is my oldest book with the OGL writing other than my 3.0 book? You know, my D&D 3.0 book. So this one is different. Which this one is considered which written down here, which is called OGL 1.0 A. And it's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes,
0: because that, that, those books came out during 3rd edition, which... Mm-hmm. We did research on which when they, right. when Woods of the Coast released Dungeons and Dragons 4th edition, mm-hmm. they they removed the OGL and replaced it with a, with basically a general gaming license that was significantly more right. restrictive to mm-hmm. what they want, what you're allowed to do with it. Correct. And then when the 5th ed came out, they redid the open gaming license. Yeah, yeah. Which, which allowed for a lot more creativity and things Mm -hmm. where why it's honestly it's probably why it's blown up so much as of recently is because because of the internet and all that stuff where people are able to create like campaigns online using elements from the base game Mm -hmm. without them having to go completely and utterly create everything brand new correct yeah all right
3: so like what's the the, so the biggest you like the updates to the ogl that are like to like, or getting a lot of people in the uproar is the idea of paying royalties to the system for creating the fa- uh, works and, and it puts use into the system into the world. I kind of get that in a way because they did, they straight up said, like, Hey, this wasn't meant to subsidize um, competitors. And then, in a way, was there Paizo wants to talk about it? Pathfinder is subsidized by d 3.0, uh, 3, and 3.5. It's subsidized by it, yes. you get to, they get get off the ground, they gave you your player base, you took it and you ran with them. Awesome. Yes, she did that. Um, I don't know if they ever paid the royalties. Couldn't find information on that, or if they just gave them anything kickback for it, or just did something to it.
0: Um, I think if we're going into the current changes that have been discussed, um, <laughs> it's important to discuss this how it came about and why everybody has such a massive issue. That there was a person inside of Wizards of the Coast mm-hmm. that were talking about why the that the fact that they wanted to change the open gaming license mm-hmm. because they said that Dungeons and Dragons was under monetized Correct. as especially compared to Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm. which in of itself is so massively, massively over marketed. Mm-hmm. and over-merchandise that it's getting to a point where people are super upset with them for doing insane shit.
4: Yeah,
3: and that is from that person that they, that the, because there's been Shake-Up in Wizard of the Coast of the last, uh, five, seven years is because a lot of the old school TRTPG people that were up there in higher ups, they're gone. They have been filled with gay, uh, uh, like people from Microsoft and other companies' as set, those such, so they're wanting to monetize everything. And, and yes, there's been studies out there, and that, and that call they were talking about, because there's no incentive for anyone besides the DM to buy any of the books beyond the players' handbooks. Most players don't buy players' handbooks. They, get, they need, especially... In FlipPoint where they've made everything on cards or something easy that you could pick up for five ten dollars, if I'm just going to play like wizard class, it's I bought everything I can for under ten bucks, you know. So I get it, but and there's no incentive, and they have treasure troves of books with no incentive to buy them.
0: So this person talking about what they were that they were told and what they what they were informed about was that wizards of the coast wanted to go more into the realm of gaming and movies and all that stuff that they've already Mm -hmm. done. But -hmm. then they also wanted to crack down on the people that are playing it Mm
4: -hmm.
0: and the people that were using their open gaming license. They, they had an issue with how much they were making. Mm -hmm. So they decided to put into it that if you made over 75 K with anything that's attached to D and D, not just like streaming projects or whatever, even if you make a, a Kickstarter that mm-hmm. that people fan fund or if you're making fan art or etc As you hit 75k Wizards of the Coast will take 25% of anything after that 75% or 20% if it's a Kickstarter because Kickstarter also has to take their cut out of it too. Yeah. So people who are making the the massive influx of content Based around how popular stuff like um, fucking Matt Mercer and Critical Role has become, which brought a lot of people into this the sphere right. of playing tabletop games. That that company who has to pay for the sets and the right and the people being there and all the all the staff and all that other stuff now their profit margins are massively cut mm-hmm. because now they have to. Now, once they hit seventy-five k, they have to start paying Wizards a a cut, and as well as they already the taxes they're already getting taken care of from doing their project. And on top of that, you would have to be in Wizards. Basically, will tell you how to keep track of your money and books through their end to make sure that you report it correctly. On top of everything else. Yeah.
3: um so like yeah other- it's a three year they want you to keep track of it for they want to mm-hmm. be able to they be able to pull your records for three years and i thought it was seven hundred and fifty thousand, not 75k it's 75k that they want you to report to them so you mm-hmm. make anything over seventy five thousand, they want you to re- just report it you don't pay them any royalties yet you just report it to wizard of the coast and then once you get over seven hundred fifty thousand, then you have to start kicking that's one of the royalties things start kicking it
0: but there's other elements of it at least in the leaked version that they've talked about is how they wrote it which was basically anything that you created in Dungeons and Dragons
4: mm-hmm.
0: was theirs in perpetuity without yes. your rights to it because that's how they that's the language they wrote mm-hmm. into their into the, the leaked o, the leaked OGL yep. and then the other massive thing that was massively concerning was that they added the clause that at any time, they could change the rules in the OGL as long as they give you a 30-day notice. Correct. That No matter what they did, they, they could change anything in it. As long as they give you 30 days before they change it, they could change anything. So yeah. be it like, oh, well, we decided that we're not getting enough money because of the people reporting, so we're going to lower how much it is to you start paying us. And or they just decide they decide that, you know, there's too many people making this content of of maps. So now we want extra money if you're making maps. And that was one of the biggest issues of the fact that they added the clause that they could change it however they want within 30 days.
3: Right, which which is the egregious, what well, is one of the most egregious things on there? Simple fact that they can change the deal when they want with the small with small window of notice. They, so if you've got a business you're doing something you're doing with the content. What I like the idea they actually got a structure out there so you can use their content in things and and, and hey, this is what we feel for royalties. This is how you report it. So if you wanted to go off and make fan made D D content, you can get licensed and you can do anything. And you, get, you know how you have to pay your royalties for it. You know, think of all the different TV shows out there where people go like, "Cool, I can just take this and this is my structure to pay you." Awesome, awesome. There's uh, um, there's the several different Star Trek seasons that would have just kept going, and or just make other content. Sweet. Someone Paramount would just do that. Um, the the thing is, like, the idea that they own what you created in perpetuity and to be able to do anything with that, what I found agree- egregious. The main reason I won't use a lot of those um, fan-made, like, 3D printer, like, to make your minis. Like, I'm never really into minis. But the idea that I'm going to use your software to make a mini for my campaign or do something for me, but I have give, give up all my rights of owning this thing because I'm using your software. F you. <laughs> god is just like the the idea the insulting idea that like just because someone used something for years of you own everything for it it's yeah it's converted by like uh, it's, it's someone whoever wrote that down and put that out there to me feels like someone who's never created a map never sat there uh, on in hours creating a campaign maps villains or anything the idea that someone in this can just take it with you and they don't even have to pay you It'd be one thing that, yes, we will take it from, we will use your artifact, we'll put a thing in there, and we'll pay you. And it's not like this hasn't happened before. Wizard of the Coast has been shown to take things from Pathfinder and put it in their, you know, trailers of content like, oops, crap, and having to pull it down because they've pulled it from someone else. I understand wanting to put it on there so that it happens again, oopsie tootsie, but now it's just like, no, no, you're blatant stealing IP from your fan base, you know, without giving credit, you know, because most of the players would be happy that their content makes it into like if someone created a race and, you know, it was paid for it and was actually get to bring into D and D proper. Dude, that's a hoot, That's amazing. I would love for one of my villains to be brought into D and D proper like that and be, that'd be told, to, but I want my credit and I want to be paid. and I would love to be paid for it. It'd be an amazing.
2: Well, that's how the thief class got created mm-hmm. was somebody Called up Gary and said, "Hey, I got this idea. We've been doing it in our home system, and it's this new class. And they Mm -hmm. went ahead and and uh, Gary just kind of took it and put it in D and D. &D. I mean, I don't think there was any credit given to them for that, but."
4: Mm
3: Right, but that's back in the day where there's really there's hardly any prestige or anything to go on with this though, and most of the stuff was homebrewed. Like it was uh, just people just throwing things anyways. Like you still had to ride in to get dice back then when that was added. Yeah, if you think it's troublesome to go to the gaming store to pick up dice or anything like that, imagine having to ride into TSR to get your dice.
4: <laughs> Don't
3: lose one.
2: <laughs> yeah, but there's no way they can afford. That's like I said. That's there's no way they can afford anything like that.
0: Right, and that was the issue of there. there's a lot of people having the issue with it of they're also retroactively affecting the old open game license. <laughs> right, which but DICE had,
2: DICE yeah. isn't part of the open gaming license, so I'm trying to mm-hmm. try to determine what what is part of the OGL and what's technically not, because there are copyright laws that prevent a company mm-hmm. like Wizards of the Coast from doing what you're suggesting they're they're trying to do
0: correct but the the way they worded it specifically was like i, I let's say i made a villain who was a deci- who believed in one of the gods in d because i don't remember any of them off the top of my doesn't head matter. yeah so I, I believe in god this character created believes in god x and yeah, d yeah, and then i created this whole this whole campaign around this this cult leader of god x mm-hmm. and then I let's say I stream it and it gets. I have a popular stream and everybody mm-hmm. enjoys it. And then Wizards of the Coast goes, "I like your character. I like your cult leader character. That's ours now, Yeah. because he believes in our god. Since it's part, then you made it so it's in our world. It's ours now.
3: Yeah, that's, that's how they that's,
0: worded it in the in the license.
3: That's that, that's what we have issues with. That's what we have issues. that character creation. Like that. That's yeah. that's that, that's what we have issues with. Yeah, so, royalties cool. Cool, whatever. Thanks for telling me how I can use your license content. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. That's what you want Cool. Cool. What do you mean <laughs> you get to keep my crap? <laughs> I created this.
0: Yeah. This and is that, that's what the that's issue the was issue. Is that's the issue, right? Hold. That's how they specifically worded it as of if it has a connection with our world mm-hmm. and you created it in our world, mm-hmm. we own it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. because it's in our world you're using our license to create something in our yeah. world so we own it now does,
3: does that make it clear right now
2: right but i think that's a very small subset of what's going on out there like oh you out there you're talking yeah, yeah about yeah. ice yeah. and homebrew and all this all that stuff oh, it's no, like the dice critical is role has no no impact at all on any of this stuff you know that sort of thing so uh,
3: if anything it could be critical role in trying to do this to make sure no one else gets up to there because we found out from the Twitch leaks, right? Remember the Twitch leaks last year? What well, was it, two years ago? That the largest streamer on that gigantic platform is Critical Role. No matter for you to think whatever, you know, like, but you know, like, you know what? Get your, get the Bad Queen. I, I appreciate it. Everyone else on there, you expected some of them to be some of the top streams, but they're not. It's Critical Role in DD's gaming streams. Mm-hmm. So, in order to prevent. Anyone else for going like you know what I've got a bunch of voice actors or I've got some really cool people some good talent ever getting close to me it almost feels like that just because they've been silent from a lot of this to, you know because a lot of people when you're making that type of money when you've got to deal with Amazon producing videos you've got to deal with Hasbro making toys you know you, you know you start doing things you want to protect that
2: <laughs> right but they, they I what they're doing has nothing to do with the OGL
3: what. Who? What?
2: Critical role? Critical role,
3: yeah. Their campaigns, their campaigns, and because they've made things for D anD D, but they're and their campaign is basically set using the rules. They can make a case like this content is technically nope. theirs in the OGL. Nope. Hey, that's that's nope. what they're trying to say. If yeah. you use their content to do like that in the OGL, that's what it's that's right. what the OGL. There's, OGO
2: there's is. established copyright law that prevents that from being brought to bear. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no way that a lawyer in mm-hmm. court and go and say to a judge that they have rights to what Critical Role is doing and Critical Role is doing nothing that's derivative of the work that Wizards of the Coast has. Correct. The Correct. gaming you're system right. itself is not copyrightable.
3: Correct. Yes, you're absolutely right.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You're absolutely right. And there's a content from taking it and going off and going stream with it. But So you say that, but then there's Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ain't got the money to fight nintendo you're gonna lose to nintendo <laughs> and i got the money to fight Watsy. okay even though i gotta get them to dead the rights i got them dead the rights i've got this here i just gotta get the, i just gotta survive discovery and get the court all right and i ain't gonna survive discovery <laughs> i'm gonna run out of money i'll run out of money real quick in discovery i'll run out of cash you know, so, and
2: so the concern is, you think that they're going to try to overly broaden the law to, to pressure people who don't know any better into giving them money that they don't deserve?
3: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Considering um, the the mouse should be mostly, uh, um, you know, like I should be able to use it for anything I want. And I can only barely use Steamboat Willie. Then, yes, yes, mm-hmm. I believe corporations can do some crazy things. Right, hold, especially with I,
2: copyright law. Right, so, no, I but you gotta understand. <laughs> What, what what There's a what, difference between them somebody Steam going Boy after. <laughs> there's somebody. There's a difference between some, some, like a Disney going after somebody trying to do something with Steamboat Willie, mm-hmm. and a gaming company. Basically, the only way they make money is off their fans, mm-hmm. and this would basically ruin their whole business.
0: Exactly, and that's why they immediately. And then after, that's why after that leak came out, they, they did a a big post trying to backtrack on everything that was originally intended to be in it while also while also kind of being condescending and showing that but do you know
2: that it was intended to be in there or do you think it was just somebody's boilerplate that got put in there that they weren't aware of and didn't realize what it was saying. Because it wasn't a published released thing. Correct. So lawyers hadn't had a chance to look it over yet.
3: Um, okay, so like right, I see what you're saying with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you're absolutely right, Cap really right um, because this thing is a leaked document. But it is. Wizards of the Coast silence from the last week. That is the issue with it, and they they have basically have backpedaled a lot of different things. Um, people have been. Uh, they were supposed to have a live meeting. Was it Saturday to talk about to get on uh, get on uh, get on live and talk about what's going on? They completely canceled that event. That did not happen, and they released some basically like fluffy piece of like we see what everything's going on. Blah 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 blah. They haven't really like addressed this yet. So, like, if this thing wasn't set to go out, or this wasn't, you know, like this, you know, this thing is an epic troll. This is coming out. They could easily said, "Hey, no, we don't know what this is from." Blah 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 blah.
2: But, but, but they this did is, say they said that this was not what they intended. What mm-hmm. everybody's complaining about is not what they intended with that language. Mm-hmm. It will be removed, and they never will do anything like that in any gaming license they push out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, That's what they I said agree. Now.
0: But yes. the, the issue was, is that when that leak happened, it was within about three days before they were going to officially push it out. Mm-hmm. They, they, indeed, they were basically the done. They were going to push it out.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when people were like, then it got leaked and then they didn't push it out anymore. And right. then they so- went back and changed everything.
2: Right, but you don't know if it was just they did not understand what they were putting in there, or if they did. Oh no, I, mean, I, I don't I, know I, if they did or I, not. But it's,
3: I know, no, 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 I'm not going to give Wizard of the Coast that. They don't deserve that type of um, no. I'll f them. This the the company doubt, right? that this is from the company that forgot to uh to to re uh, <laughs> to re up the TSR license lost the original TSR license. So Gary Kinkaks Jr. Gary when his son is uh, son. Started up TSR back up in Wisconsin, right? And they have just tried to destroy this company. Okay, we got them banned from GenCon, which is the which, and then started to the releasing classical TSR stuff because they already lost the trademark to use TSR. They lost it, you know, <laughs> and they call it classic TSR, trying to release it because they own the they sold the rights to the stuff, but they lost the trademark to TSR, and they're trying to crush him. F this company.
0: What well, Wizards of the Coast also lost a lot of fan um, benefit of the doubt when they did the Magic the Gathering like thirty year or whatever twenty five year anniversary where they're like, here we're gonna release we're gonna ha- release these thousand dollar things of booster packs that you might get. A copy of the original cards that you can't actually use anywhere but you it even if you wanted you know this black lotus that we're reprinting even though you can't use it in any tournaments you mm-hmm. might not get it even though you spent a thousand dollars to get to pay just because you wanted a version of that card yeah and it really turned the fans against each other uh, against them as a company um i want to read all the stuff that escoudre posted uh, in the chat here, it's like there's there's no way they can enforce it until it until they're big enough to put a target on their back, which is the problem when mm-hmm. we're talking about the OGL. Um, I'm not cool with them taking royalties from somebody like a Mercer. Uh, they're 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 going to say that the OGL creates a um, contractual relationship that entitles them to a cut. I, I bet they do. Uh, the company company ran by non gamers. <laughs> Doesn't give a shit that upsets gamers, fucking shocks. That would never happen, even though gamers hate, each, hate it anyway. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's this revenue. is
0: revenue, not a magic, <laughs> not a magic. The Gathering card. They they fucking read it and knew what they were, what they wrote. Reinhold is what he said.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. That's the main thing with it. Reinhold is just more. If. I don't know. I think it's the, th- it's the threat of the, of the OG license because back when it was put it out, like, no one really trusted it in the first place. It's like, can we really trust Wizard of the Coast? Like TSR back in the TSR days, it was like, yeah, yeah, you could trust TSR, but Wizard of the Coast, you know, this is a big corporation, you know, this is, this is Corpos. This is, you know, like, no, no, you don't, you don't trust them.
0: But yeah, saying well, that they didn't well. know what that they were putting in, I felt is, is just disingenuous since they were going to push it out on uh, up until the leaks happened. And mm-hmm. then when the leaks happened and they started seeing people unsubscribing from D and D Beyond because they mm-hmm. didn't want this to be come right. into effect yeah. of all these artists that have been making art for people that mm-hmm that now they're they're worried that if they're making art because it's based on something in Magic the Gathering, oh Mm -hmm. wait, now I don't have the rights to put put that in my portfolio because Wizards of the Coast now own that and not me anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all and all that other stuff. And when they released their basically their non-apology, they very much tried to obfuscate a lot of the issues with that people were having with the OGL when they did their when they did Mm -hmm. their uh Announcement: They were like, "Well, we were trying to make sure that people didn't use it for bad, the like bully other people and use it for bad things." But nobody was talking about that. Yeah. Nobody cared. They they agreed that you shouldn't be using it to be a terrible person.
3: Correct. Yeah. There, there's they some were just using the, yeah. it
0: to obfuscate the issue of yeah. people yeah. didn't want their their characters to be taken without their without their rights, and they didn't also they also didn't want the fact that that Wizards of the Coast have the option to change anything and everything in that contract mm-hmm. that they saw fit yeah. at any time after sure. as long as they give them 30 days notice
3: yeah. there was some neat stuff that was in there too the idea that like hey you know if you're producing some racist uh homophobic stuff with our license we will revoke you are revoked which honestly kind of liked <laughs> I like that idea, you know. Huh. I don't need someone going out there making some awful, vile content. You know, be able to slap something on and go like, "Ha ha!" I'm like, "Nah, man, get out, get the f out, get out of our scene, get out of our scene." Yes, I, I'm willing to gatekeep racists and bigots. <laughs> gatekeep them right on the right on out of the scene.
0: Uh, They're speciesists now here. Oh God! How uh, the <laughs>
3: totalitarian is, of you, you know? Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yes, for that, yes. Anyways, um, <laughs> the other thing, the other rumors that was also been swirling about D&D Beyond, because of that comment on the idea that game uh, tabletop RPG gamers are under-monetized, under, um, under monetized, they have been this swirling rumors of the reason for D&D Beyond and keeping digital is the idea of trying to find a way to bring in microtransactions or any, any transactions into it. I have no idea how they can even think about doing that. <laughs> Or bringing that um, but those rumors have kept us been swirling about it and there's been and then just trying to do D&D Beyond there's been neat things in D&D Beyond I like some of the things they're working with and I and it's um, I also hated a lot of different things on it I hate the idea that any race or sorry species can be any size I don't want to see a large size halfling sorry
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: don't want to see one you know you know, and also we say could find a better word besides species to replace the word race. I can understand why they want to get rid of the word race from their system, but species isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it Keep feels kind of weird. Yeah, feels weird
0: because when you start putting it in the real words, real world terms, it comes a, a a little weird that oh yeah, this human and this bird, which are two different species, are now yep. breeding and able to make offspring.
3: Yep. That, <laughs> you say you can't, but they're different what species? Because I can have sex with an elf we're different species and it almost seems weirder it's like the, uh, <laughs> i'm a dwarf and that's of different species screw them we're different i'm like okay all right at least when raised is like it gets a shade of the same thing okay
0: <laughs>
3: you know but anyways yeah that's
0: yeah. completely different yeah. Have, he, yep. in, oh, gonna, yeah.
3: Reinhold, yeah have you looked at it oh i was gonna yeah as right have you looked at in the dnd beyond stuff right home do you mean any of it? No, not
0: the really. D D one stuff. Basically, or one or what if yeah. it's, what, what, whatever subscription service. One is the the new one they want to use. That's just the always online version of of it. Where they won't, where they really won't be making books. You'd have to subscribe to their online service to play Magic the Gathering and get the books and stuff.
3: Yeah, which I dislike the idea of it because then it goes back to uh, when uh, when, uh, when I brought up about Ghost of the Shell and why I liked paper copies of things because like updating a paper copy, you have to physically give me a paper copy versus just a couple of lines of code and you can send, you can completely update my book. That's why I said the OpenGL license in my first printing Big Eyes, small Mouth book is completely different than once <laughs> the ones I've read online because it was printed in you know the 2000s. <laughs>
4: well,
2: I don't understand what the... I, I guess I don't understand what this one service is because it just seems to me like they're just saying if you want to get the content we created, you have to go through this, mm-hmm. you know, service. And it's like, why would anybody do that? I mean, right. they're they're the content isn't that great, you know, or that much <laughs> everybody else is what they're doing. Right. right. Well, so the D and D
0: one was basically instead of going to instead of going to the six ed, they were just decided Instead of doing another edition, we're going to that, and that's what we're going to do from now on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So instead yeah, how of how long the before- other edition, right? Exactly. Who knows?
2: I, I don't see how they think they're going to make money off that. I think they're going to lose their ass on it.
0: Yeah, probably. But that, but they think that's the way to go. It's a lot of these live service things that people are. I, I feel like people but are works are for lagging behind. Things.
2: It works for certain things, but you can't throw it on everything. I mean, this is this is a different type of system yes. or a different type of gaming experience than trying to play candy crush you know you're not you're not able to to lock somebody in like that in right. in even mm-hmm. even with this draconic ogl that is being you know talked mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. people are still can, can still just walk away from all of that and do i mean it's not like there's not 25 million other game systems out there that right. are as good, if not better. I always thought Rollmaster was the best game system that existed and, and just it, failed visibly.
3: Uh, Bright Drunk. It is a big ass ball mouth tristat. It's the best. That is Rollmaster crap. It's big ass ball <laughs> mouth try, Rollmaster try stat, was the baby. best. 2D6, baby. 2D6.
2: <laughs> 100. One the, one the 100. You had. Everything there.
3: Nope. Nope. Like walks around does. with fanny packs full of D one hundred Don't listen Th- to him. That,
0: that's that's the thing <laughs> no, that people two are tens. talking.
2: All you need is two tens. Boom. He's got, done.
3: He's got a gigantic D one hundred he uses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he just rolls off the table. I tried using that once for for Rollmaster, and it's, it's just it's a ball. You know, <laughs> it's just like playing with a tennis ball or something.
0: Um, but yeah, the, the, that's the thing that a lot of people are talking about is that Wizards of the Coast. Are hurting themselves more than they're hurting the fans. Oh, that's and what I was that, saying that, earlier and that's too. What people mean, are if, very upset about it.
2: Yeah. What? Well, I'm saying before too is that it doesn't make any sense for them to try to go that route because it will kill their player base, a hundred percent. And and somebody there has to be able to. And I think that's probably what's happening is that some somebody put this together on the the business side of things. Mm-hmm. And in lawyer side of things without thinking about what the impact would be. And then when they finally when it leaked, everybody went, oh, we're in trouble because we didn't think about what this really is going to be like. Because the, the people who are doing the gaming side of things and understand that aspect of the community mm-hmm. probably weren't even involved in this. Nope, no, nope. no, no pers-
3: personally, I, I feel like something like this has been talking about an idea like this has been tossed around fourth Fed trying to get rid of the OGL and try to make money yeah. off it. I think it's been that's the main reason why they was trying to pull OGL from the fourth. ed. this has been, this uh, idea so, so, has been kicking so, around, you know, yeah. because they got tired of Pathfinder.
2: Right. So you, so you think fourth, fourth edition, they got rid of the OGL. It flopped horribly. Yep. So they brought it back and now they're trying to tweak it to keep it going, but still get what they want out of it. And they're realizing they overreached. Yes.
3: Yes, absolutely. Point. And that's and what the
2: community needs to keep doing is keep pushing back on them to say you, you can't go that far, you can't do that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. The community's not doing it that. Because it will work. They
0: there, there's enough of them that there are the amount of Ooh, people no, no, no. leaving D and D beyond that that they've been using and just going to roll twenty instead. Uh, oh, I feel that. I feel, that, be, uh,
2: I feel I even think, as bad as we'll- roll twenty is. Mm-hmm problematic think, in its
3: own right i think wizards stepped in it this time i think really, oh, they really did right. uh because cobalt press paizo green ronin all of them has came together to make try to come up with that idea of the open tabletop license right the open table like so they have like this is this is the system that we're all agreeing on and it's more of like this is tabletop rpg and may push D you need a change like no we're this open system not you anymore we
2: are Well, GURPS tried that, too.
3: Yeah, but, you know, fuck
4: GURPS.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't told by now that uh, gamers are also, like, very tauntious people, so the idea of any of us, like, to really tick us off to uh, really get us together. Like, uh, me personally, I have uh, bought domains from a company that really ticked me off. White Bull Publishing Company, you guys were bastards, kind of glad you were burnt in flames, all right? Uh, All I wanted was to produce content under big-ass, small mouth. Update from the third ed because you guys weren't using it, and I wanted to use it. No one answered my email back. F you guys.
0: Uh, This is like I'm in a GM group on Facebook. This is the only topic, and it's a thousand percent negative.
2: (laughs) Well, I've seen videos and stuff on it too, but I'm just I'm trying to. I, I think there's a lot of overreaction to some things in the community as well, where assumptions get made, people get outraged, point where. It could be. And I just want to make sure we're cautioning against that. If it's, yeah. you know, as you say, and if that's the what mm-hmm. they're trying to do, fine. And mm-hmm. you should be against that. But I'm just concerned that this is another one of those overreactions from the community that's just going to cause strife for the next year or two. The, the issue is that there's,
0: there's massive credibility given to the leak was accurate because once the leak came out, somebody, one of the heads up at Kickstarter confirmed the price difference of them only taking 20% with Kickstarter and not 25% mm-hmm. and they had they had basically came out and confirmed that that was going to be the case mm-hmm. Yeah. so it gave even more cre- credence, credence to the fact that they were basically had it done until this leaker put it out there and everybody's like this is the dumbest shit I've seen yep <laughs> yeah it's a
3: yeah it's a crap show
0: no, this uh, so guy's like, yeah. no, believe them until Mattel stock drops low enough for me to buy a controlling interest in it.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, I, I think the thing that to me, like to my community, the place the, the DMs and STs is the idea of like the, you know, like we put this thing on Twitch, we do something like that, the idea of having to even just to, to fight. To get our uh, to to our content, we have because content creators for decades now have been fighting unfair copyright claim from YouTube and Twitch, uh, from gigantic corporations, and having to like fight this stuff through the court. And if you ain't got the money, the time, the deal with this thing, like you just either relent or you just let you know, or try to find them and go for broke. That's the issue. You know, we don't want to have to fight this thing, and until someone does, and it will take someone big to go fight it. Like so. H three H three. No matter what crap they have done in years past, is they've, they have gave great credence and helped for YouTube creators uh, you know, on the platform um, for fighting some of this copyright bull crap. You know, for using for fair use. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know. It was big because before that, smaller channels were just getting just just dicked on, just dicked on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then winning that lawsuit was massively helpful where yeah. for fair use when they when they're getting sued, sued by Joey Salads or whatever his yeah. name
3: was. Yeah. I think the other person that's done a, a whole bunch for the community to show people getting dicked on because they've got the job to do it is Thunderfoot. Thunderfoot loves dicking on people. He will he will get he will get them up to the point where they're realizing they're getting sued and he's gonna make millions off them from soon that from him going back at them. And he just saying well, I simply wanted to make a video talk, you make a 10 minute video Apologizing to me, apologizing to the community. <laughs> and there's tons of videos like of Thunderfoot just going after people for going copyright claims on him and then just having to like do an apology video. It's amazing. Freaking amazing. But if you ain't got the time because you work for a university, you know, you, you know, I've got a full-time job. I if somebody tries to claim this thing, like, I ain't got time to fight this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't have the money or the, the time no, or the effort. that's either. what you, what you do is you get a lawyer
2: who yeah, understands I the, I, the copyright law stuff. They take it costs? on a contingency, and they they re they resue back mm-hmm. on a contingency basis, mm-hmm. you know, and then they can run with it in that way. They they'll get their their big chunk of money.
0: Right. Win, I, I, right. I I I am a YouTuber with a thousand fo- with a thousand subscribers. How am I going to have it lawyer on retainer while I'm also working in a? a you don't need one job? on retainer. You just go wh- hire one though. Sweet. Sweet. Go hire one. Hire one. I yeah. did yeah. one a year ago.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I go hire this lawyer and go fight these other lawyers. <laughs> that's
2: that's what that's what you do. But if, mm-hmm. if the law is on your side, it's going to be easier, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. for that lawyer to to take on that case on a contingency basis, right? Instead yeah. of you giving them thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for mm-hmm. you know a little bit of work because they they the billing rates for lawyers is incredibly insane. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I had we did um D on on twitch for like two uh, for over a year mm-hmm. with nostalgia and me and, and a couple other people we never i never got any or saw anything like that but then i don't have a massive viewer base either so uh,
3: and you're also under, you're undercover the old school yeah that you know so wizard of Coast would not even was, think about but it was, going
2: it, was it i'm just saying it had nothing to do with OGL. right but well, we were but, doing because it, it was a whole main game. It was, uh, it was D&D, but it was.
3: I, I get that. But the OGL back then at the time, even having the, I thought of having enforcement, uh, trying to go after you. It wasn't even trying. It was trying to go after you at that time
0: yeah they they weren't in that situation of they need we need to mo- monetize our our d and d section more because match the gathering is what well, we're we're monetizing that out, out the ass let's move it on to the next thing that is popular and monetize that out the ass
4: mm-hmm.
0: but it, but it's also just kind of just how it rolls, but it's also a lot of the smaller channels are they'll either get ignored or they get crushed and it's become it's one of those things where you watch it happen in real time. Uh, one of the big things that happened like last week is that YouTube, YouTube like pushed out this new terms of service or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people were just losing views mm-hmm. like this. Like they would lose hours and hours of views. And the small channels are the ones that immediately started getting hurt by it. They're the ones that were like, Hey, is this happening to anybody else? Because the bigger channels are like, oh, it just probably, I just, something happened, I lost traction, whatever. Mm -hmm. And when those lower channels are like, no, I need these views so I can keep this stuff consistent, they're the ones that are like, hey, this is what's happening. This is how it's going to affect me. Here's the things that you guys need to to see because nobody cares. Because I'm too small to have an influence.
3: And Anakin Skywalker has uh, (laughs) join drunk the room.
0: (laughs)
1: Uh, well, this is a name that Reinhold should be very familiar with. It
2: was my <laughs> character's
1: name uh, during that campaign.
2: So, hi. I don't even it's remember what mine was. Now that I think about it. probably Reinhold because Reinhold.
4: Right.
2: <laughs> oh, Leo. It was Leo Lar. That was
3: what. Yeah, it was Leo. Lar. No, that uh, it started with a B. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, but yeah, the character was Leo Laporte. it's great. I hated myself. There's <laughs> <laughs> was actually a point. really funny
2: clip that i had with latro that yeah. we went back and forth on killing killing a guy that we had uh in custody it was hilarious
3: so and der mandarin um what did you, what did you want?
1: uh v- mostly to come in here and tell reinhold to stop being wrong
4: <laughs> I'm not being
2: wrong, I'm asking questions <laughs> I'm just doing asking point questions of view. Devil's Advocate You gotta look at it from different views If you all came in here and said tell the same right thing
3: now. Who tell, wants to listen to that? tell you right now Hale. You're your Watsi's side You're gonna burn the set
2: <laughs> get, <laughs> get him, he
3: supports Watsi get, <laughs>
2: get him There
3: we go Sit there, burn him
2: You know, that's and that's but that's one thing I did want to try and bring up is I think a lot of people are assuming that their stuff is covered under an OGL when Mm -hmm. it's not based off copyright law. They're completely free of any of that stuff, but they feel like they aren't right. They feel like what they're doing is kind of covered under that. And then they're putting they're getting themselves in a position where they may end up. Doing the wrong thing or, or, or getting, in tr- getting in trouble because of that. I just want to make sure people are aware.
1: So one of the problems that I see arising in all of this is uh, you're going to get a situation where somebody writes into their campaign module that they make a uh, a character that is a tiefling warlock. Uh and that is somebody that is a setup NPC for you to interact with.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Tiefling's Wizards of the Coast. Your entire module is using some of their material and ass. Like how much of this material is going to be covered, how much of it is not going to be covered, none of this is uh it's not very well defined and I am very worried about the health of the game, a game that I love and have played for a decade and a half over half my life. Now, like uh, what I see is a CEO who doesn't understand what they have. Magic. The gathering is what makes wizard, the wizards of the coast money. And that's a horse that they're beating to death. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas Dungeons and Dragons is, you know, it's a good baseline product. Don't get me wrong, because everybody is going to buy the next edition unless you do something incredibly stupid
2: like make it all digital.
0: (laughs) It's a live Uh, service, bro. It's a live service. So,
2: So let me ask this question. If, if they put this in place, and then everybody walks away from AD&D, and the Dungeons & Dragons division of Wizards of the Coast decides that they're not making any money, they're going to shut it down, scuttle it.
3: Mm-hmm. How
2: mm-hmm. does that affect anybody? You just don't – you still use the game system. The game system still exists. Good. You just move on from that. And if they shut it down, then they kind of, they're going to start losing their rights over – all the stuff that they own. so <laughs> Right.
1: So part of the problem is you're going to have uh, basically a generation of no new D&D players because there's nothing being marketed. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: you could have it call something else and just be a different... It's the same game system, just with different names and different monsters and different settings and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, then you're. It's a different. That's what. So it's not like right, Magic: but, The Gathering, but, where you have cards that you the, have to use.
3: That's the ability and the power of the OGL is the simple fact that you don't have to go from like a jump from jump zero zero baseline. You can start with the with the assumption that D and D exists and create from there. That was the benefit from it.
2: Right. But That's it's it. like I said before though, it's, it doesn't apply to somebody who is like if I were to start a new game system, completely new company, new game system, yeah. and I use the same mechanics that they use, the yeah. same, it's, you know,
3: still fine. You're still fine.
2: I'm still doing my, I can get yeah. call it whatever yeah. I want. I can yeah. do that stuff. I can make my own modules. I can make my own monsters. Mm-hmm. And I can't, and if I make monsters that they are using, mm-hmm. but are derivative off of Tolkien, I can still use those because sure. they're already derivative sure. off of it. Right. So For you sure. have to be careful what you're doing. Yes. But, you can easily put together right, a new. Right. You're out R
3: and D, You just ran out R and D, buddy. All right. So if I used OGO... and that's just what you have Kickstarter, Kickstarters for. I just used no. I used the Kickstarter. I hired artists. I already wrote off that monster manual. We gone. We good. We Gucci. I've already printed books. Right. now You still do research. I've written books.
2: I'm at GenCon. Well, but, I, but I I'm creating new stuff. I got booth I'm creating booth new dudes. things, not just copying I, somebody else's work. But <laughs> here,
1: here's the thing: there is somebody an upper. Do that. Well, there is an they upper are. limit to how much you can take from the corpse of D and D before you're just doing D and D, and then you are in legal jeopardy again. <laughs> There's a reason why Magic the Gathering, you start off at twenty health, and Yu Gi Oh, you start off at two thousand,
2: because there
0: are significant. Happen?
1: Well, it doesn't it
0: matter.
2: Depends they on which episode. It would not be legally. There would not be a legal. Problem with them using the same number of life—that's a game system. You cannot copyright that. There gets to be significant overlap issues with that, depending upon real. how much you take. But it's irrelevant according to copyright. If it's a game system, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not copyrightable. The only time you get in trouble is when you're taking something that they created, mm-hmm. right? That that was that was the coast TSR, what they created. So if you were to use a beholder. Mm -hmm. which I believe TSR created that's not based off of anything in history or, you know, know, Crete or anything like that, then you would be in trouble. Correct. But if you create a whole different monster and call it something else and give it four eyes instead of one or however many or whatever, you're fine.
3: Right. So now that you've ran an R and D money, creating that streaming, it's that not to do about R and D money. It's I about what
2: practiced. artists create. This is about artists creating something and then wanting to sell it and give it out later. Right.
3: And right. I'm hundred percent agreeing you that you're absolutely right. That's creating something different. Dude. But I'm saying the benefit of the OGL is so I don't have to do that.
0: Or or that you, you can do that, but you don't have to do that for everything. Right. For the OGL, I can just go, cool, I have a stat block for wolves and thieves and this thing that I, I will fight all the time anyway. I have stat blocks ready to go. I can spend my time making this brand new creature that is awesome mm-hmm. and really cool that I want to use over here. But I already have the base stat blocks for these things, so I don't have to go... As far into well, each individual monster have to cre- go and figure out how to balance them and make them work, so they're not overpowered for everything else. except all, all you have
2: to like, do is rename them. I
3: just, I just feel like Ryan Hull's over here getting ready to make Temple OS gaming system.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I'm, but what my 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 my, say, my statement is is that if D D cannibalizes itself, mm-hmm. there's still going to be tabletop role playing games being created and out there. Yes, using yeah. that system. That yeah. system he, is out in the put- wild. There's nothing that can be done about it. They cannot yeah. do anything to stop it. So they have to be understand that they're just shooting themselves in the foot when they keep going down this path and they keep they'll have to keep pulling back They're trying to figure out where that line is, where they can mm-hmm. make money. Mm-hmm. But what's too far, you know, and that's yeah. where they're playing their game and they yeah. realize their hand slapped.
3: Yeah. My yeah. problem is they have some very big they have some very big hands. They have many feet. They can afford to shoot themselves many times, okay? Uh, and I don't want to be caught in the crossfire of them being shot, be shooting themselves wait, wait. in the
1: foot. Uh, many feet, mm-hmm. uh, big hands, mm-hmm. uh, can sh- afford to shoot themselves a few times. What's the CR on this? <laughs> <laughs> a four, obviously four. Oh, Only four? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the nerds we have, we can take that down easy. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, but-
3: the, the But yeah, yeah, completely understands many different systems out there. Like, hey, I got these nerds to go hell and play like some old school first ed, um hunter the reckoning last week. Okay, mm-hmm. fun times, you know. Got to pull out the d teds, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, the the issue is that, that yes, they are hurting themselves more than anything, but they're also the biggest person in the the market. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like if somebody's making a bunch of battle royale games and Fortnite starts to blow starts to blow themselves up. Cool. Now all these other battle royale games that people like or want to play, well but now they're getting to example
2: because Fortnite was not the inventor of Battle Royale. No, it
0: wasn't. Nope. No, it wasn't the big player of Battle
2: Royale was H1Z1 because that was mm-hmm. player unknown that created that. Then yeah. he did PUBG. So this idea that somebody else can't come along and take that game system and make it bigger and better is disproven with that. No, I, mean, I totally it agree with
0: that. I totally agree with that. It's just more of, as it stands right now, they're the biggest in the marketplace. And by biggest... As it right now, now WoW
2: um, is too, but their game, their player base is declining because people are tired of it. And then you got Final Fantasy mm-hmm. who's going up in player base, and they're actually yeah, getting but, players. But
0: then, yeah, they, yeah. then they you released could, WoW Classic, and then now you have two of the two different... Oh. Mar- it, numbers look at now. It's now, wow, still going though, down, though. of course. Those yeah, numbers yeah. are still going
1: down. The, the, but here is the thing, Reinhold. That's the perfect illustration of what we're saying: is we still like the thing itself. We just don't agree with the company and the Activision Blizzard pile driving what was once a thing unto itself, its own <laughs> its own reality in World of Warcraft. And bringing that low, because they have managed to ruin everything about it, from the storytelling to the mechanics to the monetization, Uh, you know, they're – yeah, you, we can – we can You go say you love
2: files. D&D, though, but what is it about D&D that you love? Is it the – the Greyhawk series? Is it the stuff that they create? Or is it the stuff that is it the game system that is out there that they have no control over anymore?
1: Yes. There's a great deal of lore that's wrapped up in the stuff that they've created that I am very fond of. And there is a great deal of stuff that I have created that I'm not willing to give them a piece of. But, you know, the other part of your example is a company in Square Enix that has paid attention to what their uh, players want. And they have a gamer who is in charge of Final Fantasy XIV, and he's
0: bringing it to new heights. And and he's... not being affected by the other bullshit things square enix is doing as a company around that game that that is not affecting that game because square enix is like cool we're going to invest in nfts and all this bullshit but it's not affecting final fantasy 14 it's but what dnd is happening with dnd is that the people at the top of dnd is it's like cool we want to do this and it's going to affect all the players that they're that playing this game even if it doesn't affect them directly, it can affect them in other ways. Of just now, if you want to make something for our thing, we own it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the, I I agree. There's plenty yeah. of systems out there. There's, there's a there's a game for everybody. If you want to play, if you want to play Cyberpunk, go play Cyberpunk. Shadowrun. There's plenty of games out there that aren't that aren't just D and D.
3: Can I introduce uh, you guys d- into d- playing d- some old-school ed d D&D? I mean.
2: will be fun. It's more advanced than what I'm used to.
4: So. <laughs> it's
2: a lot of fun. I had a box, a, a, a red box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the red uh, box. Yeah. It was filled with rocks,
1: <laughs> and he would clap <laughs> them together. Mm-hmm.
3: Classic crappy dice, but I'm telling you right now, it's a lot of fun. You know, when you figure oh, out the your dice, weapon, proficiency non weapon, and, profet- game weapon profet- and yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna be the fun. The original
2: dice for D D were plastic and yellow, <laughs> and you would take a crayon that they provided crayons, and you you'd color in the number mm-hmm. by rubbing ah, it across yeah. it, filling it in. Yeah. I still
1: have some of my father's dice from when he played either first or second edition.
3: Yeah, which you know, yeah. See, like I learned about that when I was learning second edition. Some of the like the older players are like, "This is this is your history of gaming. This is where you started from." And you know, even the idea of going to like having gaming stores on corners, like that, just still is like to them. it's Amazing, and, and even Gen Con, know what it is. So, like, there's a lot of people that come down to Indianapolis for Gen Con have no idea of the history of Gen Con, no idea that it was up in Wisconsin. They had Yeah, leave. I used to
2: go to Wisconsin to, to Milwaukee mm-hmm. to yep. to go there that's where I learned about the uh, safe house. Yep, there's the
3: other one it's where a lot of people Vietnam. didn't know about, like, even though when they tried to do Gen Con big, that's the, the idea of like what Gen Con always threatened in Indianapolis, like, we're gonna leave Indianapolis. It's like, you do know that. You know, like every time you try to do Gen Con anywhere besides here in Milwaukee, you have lost money,
0: right? You know, you lost money in <laughs> California,
3: you lost money in Australia. Where are you going to go?
0: <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. The the other thing that comes with it is uh, the there are a lot of newer generation of tabletop players that only know Fifth Edge. Yes, A lot sure. of people got brought in by Fifth Edition, mm-hmm, and that's probably. their only point of reference for for tabletop Correct. RPGs. Yeah. Is this Fifth Ed that they've been playing for four years because their friend decided they wanted to do it, and that's mm-hmm. the the system that they learned. Right, it's, it's, that's it's never going know. away, though.
2: No, you know, I no it's not. they can't take they can't take that away from you.
0: Is what I'm saying, and is that's that 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 why no D&D what they learned.
3: Uh, with digital only live
0: services is why. Yeah, that's why D and D one is stupid.
2: Yeah, that's why that's the five e is still always going to be there. It's always going to be out there. It's always going to be in the ecosystem in some way that mm-hmm. there's nothing Wizards of the Coast can do to kill it and make you play D and D beyond. No, well, I agree. That system cool. is going to fail.
4: Oh yeah. I I, I,
2: is, don't a I don't know. Terrible idea from what you're I describing. I don't know if it's
3: going to fail. Honestly, I think it might. I think it might do well. I think there's so many people out there that are very happy of not owning nothing
2: and yeah, loving the it. The only way it's going to do well is if they put together like a um, roll twenty type of system where they you can automate mm-hmm. gamings like. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's, there's systems out there right now where you can do solo play for, for, you know, Dungeons and Dragons as it were.
4: Um,
2: so if somebody puts together a system like that inside a digital, that was what I always was wanting when I was running role role masters, I tried putting together a program, writing Mm -hmm. a program. And this is back when it was a little harder to do, um that would basically do all the roles to keep all the stats tracks for you, the database and everything. So now rule 20 is doing something like that right now, where you can mm-hmm. share it, you can do the rules. So if they're doing something like that, that mm-hmm. you're paying us a, a money to a service fee to, to run your games. Mm-hmm. And then you ha- also have access to this new and inf- new content that may be sustainable, but I don't think it's going to be as big as coming out with a six edition in book form and coupling it with that service that you can still charge for,
3: oh, I mean, it's gonna be great. You can control F and find things, and everyone's got the new updated rules when the update rules.
2: But we always had that. We always had yep. that with Roll Twenty. Anyway, you could go look up the the oh, digital no. versions of the man, the manuals already, right? So yeah, it's gonna be I better. i they're trying be to better. isolate that the and only the digital, but not relying upon the service that I'm just describing as being what they're actually selling for <laughs> is going to get them in trouble. So
0: one well, one of the the reasons that they're they're wanting to do it that way is that they said that in, in their release was that the 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 main way people a lot of people are buying the books are in pdf form. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And because they're buying PDFs, this might as well just put it all in PDF because that's what people are using. Mm-hmm. But they also want to the PDF
2: it. and print it out. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: but they also want to put the PDF in their system, so you have to pay them so you can have access to it. So if they want to nerf something, because oh man, all these people are using this beholder this spe- this specific way, and people are complaining about it, we're just going to change this in the book here, and now this is how it is.
2: Well, everybody's printed copy that they printed their PDF out. Right. They yeah. just use that instead. But you don't I, have the updated don't new d- rule.
3: you don't have the new updated rule yeah. like that. It's just like my DM's like that's I'm not going to allow that at my table because you don't have the 1.75 to update. Sorry Randall. Right, give me a copy. Uh up, log into your d d Beyond and uh it's right yeah, there. log
0: well, into your d d one that's yeah make sure you patch before game Well, that was the Google's thing too. Contention. Is Remember
2: do you not have your updates it, it be you can't, it used you can't to be that table, only right? one person at the gaming system had to have the books, right? I mean, that was the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that now they're? I think you're saying they're trying to get it so everybody has to get a copy
4: mm-hmm.
2: in order yeah. to do it. So everybody subscribe. You, you have to be subscribed to play pay.
3: on it. Mm-hmm. Everyone pays.
2: I, just, I just don't. I don't see the appeal. I don't. I don't get I, it. Like I said, if they were doing some services around it, that would be different. Mm-hmm. But if it's just the the uh, digital like a digital comic book type thing, then I don't see where they're, where they're going to make any money on
0: it. Uh, just There's to, not enough
2: draw. I think they'll probably also do Brian in
0: the chat. Uh, I have no idea what Twilight 2000 is. And that's probably why nobody plays it anymore. Uh,
3: just to be a uh, full disclosure, I did at offer Brian ethnic last name on the show, gave him the link so he could get on the show, so we could discuss his, him in, <laughs> so uh, right on him can have an old-timey, gamey um, chat, but he just, you know, did not get in here, but he was he was offered a spot on, on the panel. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's on him for not being here to discuss this. But I figured this episode's getting kind of long of the tooth. Um, I've got uh, more work to do in the morning because it's a fun time of here where Harry's got to go and uh, get everything ready for his SOC 2 audit again. It just seemed like I just got this done. It just seems like <laughs> I'm just in this endless cycle of just doing this stuff. It's
0: fun. I love it. But, but, but ran
2: just got into this. Got in there. So.
1: so if the only thing you're hired for is the SOC 2 audit, does that make you a SOC puppet?
3: <laughs> right, so, this, Like I said, this episode is getting long in the tooth. Um, and uh, you're right, Brian. Yeah, yeah, sock two never ends, it's just endless cycle, <laughs> it's
4: just
3: endless job security. Honestly, honestly, I just do that and you know, keep it going. But anyway, so thank
2: you, uh, hackers, for making my job secure.
4: <laughs>
3: Circle CI is you know, it's a pain for a lot of people. Like the Circle CI thing that's happened, if you, I don't know if you guys did you just like saw any of that stuff, but like I got several different engineers who just like part the midnight oil, to make sure that was all done last <laughs> week. <laughs> You know, and they're getting it done, and like they're like, All right, Harry, you ready to, to like go verify? I'm like,
4: Christ. <laughs>
3: You know, like um, there's some stuff, like, uh, anyways, like, uh, the worst part about it, like, at the job right now, like, I'm one of like, the like the approvers like, in circles now, like, so, like, when I see like code, actually, approved code <laughs> to push, it was weird, it's like. I was like, I read this. This looks okay. This doesn't rank anything. I see what you're trying to change. It was like, well, prove it. I'm like, I just want to put my... This is going to go production. Just <laughs> <laughs> put my name on this.
4: <laughs> just do it.
3: Fine. Fine. It <laughs> was... Like I said, this episode is getting longer than the tooth, and you could have been listening to anything else in the world, but you decided to listen to this, and that I thank you. Just a good reminder, anyone listening to this in podcast form, remember this is actually a live show um, every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's why we read these different comments out. These aren't super chats. These aren't people twitting at us, giving us money. We're just reading comments, hanging out with the community. So if you enjoy this content like to hang out with us nerds, come. Come, Mondays, nine o'clock, come hang out with us. Also, speaking of hanging out with us, we're doing a long show Friday, um, eight o'clock Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be at the studio. Uh, so, we'll be at the big studio. First live show at the studio will be a low key episode this Friday. Uh, I barely have any of the cameras set up. I did do a mic check. So, that I know that works. Connects to StreamYard, that freaking works. I just haven't set the cameras up yet. So, figure out how we figure that out on a Friday. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll head there as soon as I get off
4: work.
1: Yeah, I think I'll just uh make sure to use my laptop mic. Oh, you,
4: know, <laughs> you should just use your laptop the, mic, so yeah, yeah, the laptop camera. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: well no, he uses phone camera, sir. Thank yeah, you yes, very sir. much. <laughs> the front facing phone camera, obviously. The front. Oh, oh that's the, <laughs> the worst, the worst, the
3: worst, the anyway. worst. And I have
1: rotation turned off, so I'll just turn the phone for me. Not for mm-hmm. you all.
3: <laughs> anyways, all right. So, like I said, uh, so please come in, hang out with us. We're having a uh, having a ball here. We love hanging out with each other. Um, so, yeah, I think that's like only the big shows like like that. There's some other bowling show that's going to happen on Saturday, but you know, you know, that's a uh, that's a uh, the the other show that we're on. So, anyways, so goodbye, everybody.
0: Hopefully, we do media next week.
3: Ooh, I make no problems about that. Wizard of <laughs> Coast can do some other crap like that. I, I, I do promise no Velma? okay? None. none.
0: Oh.
1: None.
3: Darn, I wanted to hear your threat. rant on that. No, because I don't want to hear Reinhold defend it. That's about my issue. I will violate the diet, but like, I don't know, this is kind of good show.
4: <laughs>
3: Anyways.
4: Good night, everybody. My job. <laughs>